Here is Dr. Ruth with today's teaching. Welcome, and we pray for God to speak to your hearts today. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Welcome to today's teaching. I am so excited because we are coming towards the end of this fascinating study in the book of Numbers. I really have learned a lot, and I hope you have learned a lot likewise. So get out your Bibles, or if you are driving, just listen along. I begin with Numbers chapter 28. And what is the gist of this chapter? This is an interesting chapter because here we would learn how the Lord would give to Moses additional requirement for offerings and sacrifices for the Israelites to uh, offer to him. And even before I delve much into this chapter, let's talk about the principle behind why the Lord is asking for extra offerings. It's not because he, he wanted their, their animals or their money. No. The principle is, if you remember, like I have discussed in the book of Leviticus and even in the book of Numbers, that the sacrificial system or the offerings and the animal sacrifices that the Israelites had to give to the Lord through the priest was done so that they would be able to fellowship with the Lord. Okay, so the sacrifices and the offerings uh, had to be done so that God would accept their sacrifice and would indwell with them. Okay, again, remember, this was before Christ came in the flesh. So the Lord gave more ordinances to Moses to relate to the Israelites to bring more sacrifices and offerings, primarily because he really wanted to dwell among them. He really wanted to be in their midst on a daily basis, okay? So keep that in mind as we go through these verses, because especially in Numbers 28, the Lord would give uh, more instructions for daily offerings, okay? So that he would fellowship with them on a daily basis. Again, highlighting his love. For them, highlighting his deepest desire to be among them on a daily basis. Okay, so let's take a look at verse 1 here out of Numbers uh, chapter 28. The Lord said to Moses, give this command to the Israelites and said to them, make sure that you present to me at the appointed time my food offerings as an aroma pleasing to me. Remember, the aroma pleasing to me is just a way that the Lord is saying that I accept your offering. Okay, verse 3. This is the Lord still talking to Moses now. Said to them, this is the food offering you are to present to the Lord. Two lamps a year old without defect as a regular burnt offering each day. Again, remember, each day, that way, he would accept their sacrifice. That way he would accept their offering. 
so that he would fellowship with them on a daily basis. Okay, verse 4, offer one lamp in the morning and the other at twilight. Verse 5, together with a grain offering of a tenth of an epa of the finest flour mixed with a quarter of hin of oil from pressed olives. Again, highlighting God um, requesting for the best offerings. And the rest of these verses went on to describe the details the Lord is asking for the daily offerings, such as in verse 6, the regular burnt offering. In verse uh, 7, a drink offering also had to be done as part of that daily offering. And then we come to verse 8. Also, uh, a grain offering there and a drink offering. And towards the end of that uh, verse 8 there, this is a food offering and aroma pleasing to the Lord. Again, the Lord just highlighting that if they, they did that in accordance with his instructions, he would accept the offering and obviously fellowship with them on a daily basis. So verses 9 and 10 is highlighting extra offerings and sacrifices that were to be done on the Sabbath day. This uh, was part of the Sabbath offerings. If you recall, the Lord had given specific instructions, which we went over in the book of Exodus and in the book of Leviticus about the day of Sabbath and the various offerings and sacrifices that had to take place uh, on that day. So here in the book of Numbers, the Lord is saying that in addition to their regular giving or in addition to them adhering to the instructions he had given them previously with regards to the Sabbath day, they have to also uh, carry out these further instructions on the Sabbath day. Let's take a look at some of this. Verse 9, they also have to offer a drink offering, a grain offering, okay, and a burnt offering on the Sabbath day. So uh, just quickly, for those of you who have not listened to the book of Exodus and Leviticus, uh, the Sabbath uh, principle was uh, clearly explained in those uh, previous books. Uh, so I would really recommend you uh, you listen to the book of Exodus and the book of Leviticus because I do not have time to teach all over uh, regarding the uh, principle of Sabbath. But just real quick, uh, the, uh, the Lord had set apart the seventh day as, as uh, a day of rest, a day that is uh, or was considered as holy because... Uh, the Lord created the heavens and the earth in six literal days. And on the seventh day, he rested. And as such, he gave a template for the Jews to uh, consider the seventh day as the day of Sabbath rest. And on, on the Sabbath day, they were not to do any work. They were to rest and reflect on God's goodness. It was a spiritual and a physical rest that was required on the Sabbath day. But as New Testament believers, we no longer have to observe any particular day as Sabbath because Jesus Christ uh, is the fulfillment of the Old Testament law and Jesus Christ is our Sabbath. So that was just a quick 
highlight about the principle of Sabbath for those of you who are listening to me for the first time. Again, I recommend you listen to the book of Exodus and Leviticus where I went into great details about the principle of Sabbath. Okay, so moving along here, we are down to verse 11. Verses 11 all the way to verse 15 uh, went to describe further uh, or additional offerings uh, considered monthly offerings, okay? So again, with these uh, monthly offerings, this is uh, in addition to their regular daily offerings. The, uh, verse 11 reads, On the first of every month, present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs, a year old, all with no defect. Again, with no defect, God asking for the best animal foreshadowing Christ. And the rest of these verses explained the various type, types of offerings the Israelites were to give to the Lord as part of their monthly offerings. These include a grain offering that is mentioned in verse 12. And we come to verse 13. There is the burnt offering there that was also uh, required. In verse 14, a drink offering was also part of this monthly offering. And then in verse 15, besides the regular burnt offering with its drink offering, one male goat is to be presented to the Lord as a sin offering. So a sin offering was also part of this monthly offerings required by the Lord. We come down to verse 16. So uh, verses 16 all the way to um, verse 25, we give further instructions about the Passover. Okay, again, I had discussed this principle of the Passover in the book of Exodus and Leviticus. If you are listening to me for the first time, I would recommend you go and uh, listen to the book of Exodus and Leviticus so you can understand this whole thing in, in context. Which is why I'm really recommending that uh, people get the first five books of the Bible in context and listen to them before proceeding. Because as we proceed with these books, uh, meaning from Genesis, we get to Exodus, we get to Leviticus, and now we are in Numbers. What we are learning is a progressive revelation of God's holy laws to the nation of Israel. What I mean by that is God is revealing more of his instructions to Moses to give to the Israelites. This is not saying that God changed. No, God does not change in his core essence, but God is revealing more of his ordinances in a slowly but surely manner. So as we are moving forward, now in the book of Numbers, we are seeing the Lord giving them extra instructions to adhere to, which is why it's so important to, to study these uh, first five books of the Bible in context so you truly understand the revelation that God gave to Moses to the nation of Israel. So now we are here in uh, Numbers 28, uh, verses 16 through 25. We'll talk about the Passover real quick. If you recall, hopefully you recall the Passover. That was when the death angel, okay, 
passed over or bypassed the homes of the Israelites and then struck down the firstborn of every Egyptian. This was when the uh, nation of Israel was still in uh, Egypt. Okay, so that was what happened uh, during the Passover where that death angel passed over the homes of the Israelites and then struck down the firstborn of every uh, Egyptian. And then the uh, Pharaoh allowed the uh, Israelites to exit Egypt. So this, the Lord had given this as an ordinance for them to celebrate this event. So uh, here, in addition to the instructions that the Lord had given them uh, in the book of Exodus and Leviticus, the Lord is also saying that they have to do extra uh or offer extra sacrifices during the Passover. So verse 16 reads, On the 14th day of the first month, the Lord's Passover is to be held. Okay? And you have to remember, the Israelites are uh, preparing now to get into the promised land. So the Lord is really giving them a fuller revelation of his ordinances. That way they can adhere to, uh, to these regulations when they settled in the promised land and also they can pass it along to other generations. So um, verses 16 through uh, 25 there also talked about a food offering that was also required. That is in um, verse 19. And then in verse 20, a grain offering was also part of the Passover. In verse 22, a sin offering was also required. And then in verse 23, uh, the Lord said, Offer these in addition to the regular morning burnt offering. Verse 24, in this way, present the food offering every day for seven days as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. It is to be offered in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. Okay, verse 25, on the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. So we see how the Lord was giving them more instructions about uh, additional offering that he required from them uh, during the Passover celebration. And then we come to the last few verses of this uh, chapter here, verses 26 uh, through 31. We'll give more uh, revelation or more instructions for the festival of weeks. Okay, the festival of weeks, we talked about this in the book of Leviticus. Again, the, just to remind you here briefly, the festival of weeks is the same as uh, Pentecost. Okay, it was a celebration of the bountiful harvest that the Israelites had uh, obtained because of God's favor in their lives. So they were to celebrate this. So the Lord would give them extra instructions of uh, additional offerings and sacrifices that they were to bring to the Lord during this festival of weeks. Okay, this was discussed in Leviticus um, chapter 23, verses 15 through 22. So you can go back and listen to the details there. But just to highlight uh, here, verse 26, the Lord is saying, on the day of first fruits, 
when you present to the Lord an offering of new grain during the festival of weeks, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Okay. Verse 27, they were to present a bond offering of two young bulls. And in verse 28, uh, a grain offering was also required with the finest flour mixed with oil. Of course, God wants the best. And in verse 29, uh, an atonement also had to be made, verses 29 and verse 20, uh, 30, rather. Again, verses 29 and 30 talked about an atonement that was also required of a male goat. And then in verse 31, it says, Offer this together with your drink offerings in addition to the regular burnt offering and its grain offering. Okay? Be sure the animals are with no defect. So we see the Lord reiterating again a perfect animal with no defect, which was a foreshadow of Christ. And we had talked about that in previous uh, books, such as uh, the book of Exodus and Leviticus. So that brings us to uh, the end of chapter uh, 28 of the book of Numbers. A really short but powerful uh, chapter just highlighting God's progressive revelation to the Jews. And that brings us right away to chapter 29, which the Lord would give further uh, instructions about the various uh, ordained festivals that he had instructed the nation of Israel to celebrate. Again, I had discussed all of this in depth in the book of Leviticus. So we will just highlight certain verses here and move on. But even before I proceed uh, with Numbers 29, the gist of this chapter, like I said earlier, is the Lord would, would give further revelation about the festivals which he divinely ordained for them to celebrate. And, and you have to remember that these festivals, okay, which also include the festival of weeks, this celebration was not just a celebration to drink and to be lazy around. No, the principle behind this was, was like a, a spiritual celebration where the nation of Israel would, would, would take a break from their daily routine activities and pause and then reflect on the goodness of God and reflect on the presence of God in their lives. This also helped them to rededicate and to recommit themselves to the Lord. It, it brought to their remembrance what the Lord had done for them previously. And really, uh, it actually also gave uh, an opportunity for physical rest of the body. Okay, like I said earlier, it was like a break from the regular day-to-day -day routine. So that actually helped with uh, boredom, all right? So the principles uh, behind celebrating this were good for them, and it was also supposed to enable them to, to strengthen their trust in the Lord and strengthen their faith in the Lord. So that was why the Lord had given these specific festivals for them to slow down from their daily routine and celebrate and enjoy. 
All right. Of course, as New Testament believers, we are told to, to celebrate and give thanks to the Lord every day. But God had to train these people uh, to actually uh, slow down and to uh, celebrate his presence in their lives. So uh, with that brief uh, introduction, let's get to some of the verses here out of Numbers 29. Let's take a look at Numbers 29, verse 1. On the, uh, we are uh, talking about the festivals of trumpets, which will uh, cover the first six um, verses here. And the festivals of trumpets, uh, remember, we talked about this in the book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verses 23 through 25, okay? Just a brief um, sentence here. The festivals of trump trumpets was when the trumpet was blown and as a reminder for the Israelites to express joy and thanksgiving to the Lord. Uh, so let's go back to verse 1. On the first day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. It is a day for you to sound the trumpets, verse 2, as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. And then the Lord would go on to give instructions of the type of offerings he would be expecting from them. Let's take a look at some of uh, those. A burnt offering uh, that is mentioned in verse 2. And then a grain offering was also required. That is in verse uh, 3. Again, always with the best uh, oils and the best finest flour. And also a um, sin offering that is discussed in verses 4 and 5. That was for atonement that had to be made. That is discussed in verse 5. And... Um, also, a grain offering is also mentioned again and a drink offering in verse 5. So those were the additional offerings or sacrifices that uh, the Lord required for them to bring during the uh, celebration of the festival of trumpets in addition to the other instructions he had given them previously as discussed in the book of Leviticus. We come to verse 7. Verses 7 through 11 will discuss the Day of Atonement, okay, additional sacrifices that the Lord would uh, require of them. Again, if you recall, we talked about this in the book of Leviticus. Uh, we, the day, this is uh, discussed in Leviticus chapter 16, verses 2 through 34. I recommend, I recommend you go back and re-listen to that whole teaching, which I really took my time to explain. So I will not do that here. But real quick, the Day of Atonement, that was a big, the most significant holiday for the nation of Israel before Christ came. Because that was the day that the high priest, which uh, back then was Aaron, would get into the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the sins of the entire Israelite community including making atonement for his personal sins and for the sins of his family members. So that is uh, a brief sentence about the Day of Atonement Day. But like I said earlier, uh, Jesus Christ is the ultimate fulfillment uh, for the Day of Atonement. So we no longer celebrate this because Jesus Christ died for the sins of the entire world once and for all. 
and he has atoned for the sins of the entire world, although each person has to accept that free gift and sacrifice and desire a, a relationship with God through Christ. So um, the day of atonement has been fulfilled in Christ. But uh, here are some of the extra requirements that the Lord required the Israelite to bring to him. In um, verse 8, uh, a burnt offering was required. In verse 9, a grain offering, okay? And in verse 11, a sin offering was all part of the extra requirement during the Day of Atonement. And then we come to the next ordained holiday that the Lord had given the Israelites. This is the Festivals of Tabernacles. Okay, we also discuss this in the book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verses 33 through 43. So I recommend you go back and re-listen to that. Again, I spent significant amount of, amount of time describing it there. So here I will just uh, talk about this briefly. So the festivals of Tabernacles was one of the festivals that the Lord had asked the Israelites to celebrate it was a seven-day celebration, and during these seven days, they were to leave their homes and they would stay in uh, temporary sh shelters. That way, they would be reminded of the fact that they were once uh, strangers when the Lord delivered them from Egypt, and they were strangers en route to the promised land. So uh, when they get into the promised land, they were supposed to celebrate these festivals of tabernacles. And even though while in the promised land, they would own homes. But during these festivals, they were to go live in temporary shelters. That way they would remember what the Lord uh, did for them when the Lord delivered them from the hands of Pharaoh in Egypt. And then for a season in their lives, they lived in a temporary shelters before they went on to possess the promised land. This was a very significant uh, holiday to them. And uh, in verse 12, the Lord said, On the 15th day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Celebrate a festival to the Lord for seven days. Okay. And in verse 13, they were to present a food offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Again, meaning that the Lord would accept that. And then in verse 14, a grain uh, offering mixed with the finest flour and oil was also required of them. And we come to uh, verse uh, 17, which is the requirement for the second day. Uh, again, the same thing, a grain offering was required. A sin offering was required. We come to verse 20, uh, verses 20 all the way to... 22 will give the requirements for the celebration on day number three. Again, the same thing, the same thing rather, a grain offering, a sin offering. Verses uh, 23 begins the uh, requirements for the fourth day of the celebration. We can read those verses again. These requirements are pretty much the same. A drink offering, a sin offering, a grain offering. So I will skip a lot of this. 
And again, skipping them does not mean they are not significant. Like I have said before, every verse in the Bible has significance, okay? And as you are finding out right now, the book of Leviticus and the book of uh, Numbers have a lot of repetitions. That is not an accident, okay? The Lord is insisting because he really wanted the Israelites to get this down deep into their souls. Much like when we get into the New Testament, you're going to find that a lot of the teachings of Jesus are repetitious. And even the teachings of the apostles, that is no accident. Okay, that is just to tell us that we need to take it seriously. And common sense tells us when we hear something over and over and over again, guess what happens? We start to believe it. Okay, it starts to take root in our souls. So when we are going over some of these regulations, the same thing over and over and over, don't get discouraged. The Lord was instilling a principle so these people can take it seriously because he really wanted to fellowship with them on a regular basis. And he had to use these offerings and sacrifices and give them specific instructions how it had to be carried so they can carry out, carried them out correctly. That, that way he would fellowship with them. All right. Okay. So we pick it up here in verse 23, the fourth uh, day celebration of this uh, seven-day celebration for the Festival of Tabernacles. Again, the same thing, drink offering, burnt offering. We come to verse 26. This is day number five. Okay, again, grain offering, drink offering, burnt offering, sin offering, drink offering. Verse 29 talks about the requirements for day number six. Grain offering again, drink offering is required, a regular burnt offering. We come to verse 32. This is the seventh day of the event, which is the last day. Again, the same type of offering, grain offering, a sin offering. And as if you think about this, as they do this every day, day one, they do this. Day two, as they are doing it over and over, they would remember. They, I tell you, they won't forget. So this was really training them also how to approach God with their sacrifices. This was actually strengthening them. Okay? So the, the repetitious manner of these verses was absolutely necessary to help the Israelites to do it correctly. So we come to verse 35. On the eighth day, hold a closing special assembly and do no regular work. Remember, at number seven in Bible studies, like I have been discussing thus far, seven represent what? Number of uh, completion and eight number of new beginning. So we see here in verse 35 on day number eight, which is a day of new beginning, the Lord also gave them instructions how to begin. Uh, there was also drink offering that needed to be done. Sin offering was also required. And in verse uh, 39, in addition to what you vow, a free will offering was also required. Okay. And in verse 40, Moses told the Israelites all that the Lord commanded him. Wow. So we, we see how Moses took all these instructions and relayed that to the Israelites. Glory to God. Jesus is Lord. Friend, are you being blessed yet? 
I'm trusting God you have been blessed and encouraged by his word because the word of God never returns void. So friend, as you are being blessed, would you please send me an email to just let me know how these teachings are blessing you, encouraging you, and transforming your lives? Here is our email address, info at drruthtani.org. Again, that is info, I-N-F-O, at drruthtani.org. And I personally read all the emails sent to me. So I look forward to hearing from you how these teachings are blessing you. It will really encourage me and my uh, staff here at the ministry to know that uh, the Lord is using this to transform your lives. And also check us out on Facebook and on YouTube, uh, Dr. Ruth uh, Tanyi uh, Ministries, and I have other teachings there. And also sign up for my e-newsletters. Just visit our website, drruthtanyi.org. Just scroll down. You will see a box that says subscribe uh, to our email list. Just enter the best email address there. You will be subscribed. And we do send out e-newsletters once, sometimes twice a month. And in those uh, newsletters, we have Bible teachings as well. Uh, so there are many ways that uh, you can receive Bible teachings from us. So please stay connected uh, with us and continue to listen to these uh, podcast teachings and grow in God's Word. 